0: Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download and a 30-day free trial. Go to audibletrial.com slash ADHD Rewired. Check show notes for link. ADHD Rewired, episode number twenty-two, conversations from the ADDA conference. This is the show designed to help those of us who have really good intentions and a slightly wandering attention. Whether you have ADHD or you want to learn more about it, or you're looking for ways to organize your time, your things and the many details of life so you can get more done, this show is for you. I am your host, Eric Tivers. I'm a licensed clinical social worker, coach, and consultant. We know that starting can be the hardest part. So let's get started.
1: I was like a lot of people, I believe, the myths that were out there, and I didn't want him taking medication. I'm someone who doesn't take medication, and I
2: believed he shouldn't take medication. When the paperwork is always behind and and paperwork feels just like it's covered in glue and it's covered in kryptonite and it just drains your energy, that's a that's a, a strong sign uh, that you're dealing with ADHD.
0: I am super excited to bring you not just today's show, but the next month or so. I have a bunch of great conversations that I'm here to share to share with you from the 2014 at conference. One thing that I didn't anticipate is how exhausting being on the entire uh, week that I was there would actually be. But I got a number of just amazing, amazing interviews. The interview you're going to hear today um, are actually two interviews. I first got to interview... Ava Green, and then following that, I interviewed Rick Green. Now, if you don't know who these people are, have you ever seen the PBS documentary ADD and Loving It? And then their sequel they had, which was ADD and Mastering It, which I believe they said aired over 2 million times, or had over 2 million viewers. And they have an amazing website, too. So Rick Green is a comedian and has been in kind of show business for a, a long time and has done some a really amazing work at bringing ADHD into more of the, the public discourse. So I first got to sit down for a while with Ava. And she was so, so generous with her time and just a kind, kind woman. I felt like I could talk to her forever. And she was just really, really warm. And then I got to talk to uh, Rick for maybe about seven or eight minutes in the hallway. Now, you will hear that um, some of the conversations that you're going to hear over the next uh, month or so some of the audio, I thought the quality was pretty good, but there is some background noise because I was catching people kind of in the hallways of this of this conference hall. So I hope you can tolerate some of the distracting sounds in the background. I did um, do some kind of sound editing just to decrease some of what you were hearing, but I didn't want to um, take away from the content. So today's episode is going to be start with Ava Green and then Rick Green. So I hope you enjoy what you can look forward to over the next several episodes. Let me grab my notebook here and tell you who you were going to hear from. Oh, the other thing I wanted to also say is, so on the first day that I was there, um, I was going around and I went up to uh, Jeff Copper, who you may or may not know, um, host the uh, the podcast Attention Talk Radio. And so I went in and asked him about how things were going and I had, and I was recording and he after I stopped recording, he says to me, "It hey, just curiosity. Are are you uh, getting waivers for people?" And it was it was both good and bad when he asked me that. It was good because it was a really good question, and I realized that you know what, I need to be smart about this. So it was bad because I felt more inhibited for a while because I wasn't just kind of going up to random people because I realized I would need to then get releases from them in order to use um, their name and stuff like that on uh, on the podcast. So, I say it was good and bad because it was the responsible thing to do. I wish I would have thought about that beforehand. But Rick and Ava Green, actually Ava sent me what they use um, for for some of the things that they do. And so they I was able to kind of edit some of the stuff uh, so it fit for the podcast. So, you hear me actually talk a little bit about that. I think I'm, when I'm interviewing one of them... Um, so I just wanted to let you guys know that. So it was really interesting. It was a learning experience. I think that I'll probably do this again when I go to the Chad conference with the one difference I noticed that on my audio Technica mic that I for most of the interviews I was just uh, was on my track and then the microphone is part of my recorder. Um, One had a better audio than the other, so I'm actually going to get a a second mic and just use the uh, microphones. So that's probably a little bit more podcast geek talk than you want to hear. So without further ado, um, I want to get these episodes to you, but I am holding my notebook in hand. So here's what, in no particular order, you're going to be hearing over the next month or so. So I talked to uh, Kristen Milliken from PlayDHD. I talked with Terry Matlin. which We had a great conversation. I also had a wonderful conversation with Linda Rogley of um, ADD Diva. I talked to Alan Brown of ADD Crushers. I talked to Mike Fidel. You guys probably don't know, but hopefully you will soon. And I think that's really it. I had some uh, snippets of some other people throughout that I may or may not use. But I'm thrilled to do this. Because I really like talking to people. It's a lot more fun than uh, talking to others than it is to talking to myself. And I'm going to be shut up now and bring you the interview with Ava Green. Enjoy. <laughs> I'm sitting here with Ava Green from totally ADHD, no, TotallyADD.com. Either URL will get you to the right spot. <laughs> that was very smart. Yeah. That's very smart. Yeah. You have to consider all those, those spelling uh, errors Absolutely. as well. <laughs> I'm not sure how you can spell ADHD incorrectly. <laughs> Although I did have a client once tell me that they thought for the longest time that it was the number 80. And oh, that's funny. <laughs> HD. Okay. So you may or may not know Ava Green. She is the... I'd probably say the maybe the better half, the organized half, the linear thinker of um, <laughs> Rick Green. I'm really great at like forgetting names the moment I need to use them, even when I actually know the person's name.
1: I can so relate to that. I'm an editor, so uh, you know I get information. I prune it out of my brain almost instantly <laughs> sometimes. So, yeah.
0: so it's getting that information right at the right place. or yes. you remember you needed a piece of information but it's not available. It's gone. So tell me a little bit about what you do. Kind of what's your role in, in TotallyADD.com and you know maybe you can tell us a little bit about what it's like to be married to a you know, a, a totally add funny guy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. so
1: my role, um, it started out with um, co-producing ADD
0: and Loving It with Rick um, and I was the editor of ADD and Loving It as well. And f- for those of you that don't know, ADD and Loving It, Um, was a documentary that was made on PBS. Um, How many viewers oh my goodness, I have no idea. So
1: we're Canadian, and mm-hmm. so initially we were commissioned by a broadcaster, uh, Global Television in Canada, mm-hmm. to, to do this documentary, which is uh, important to know, I think, for people. We get funding from the Canadian government to create television, mm-hmm. so it was an independent documentary, uh, and when I say documentary, that's kind of a loose description of what it is. It's it's, a, it's more fun than a
0: documentary. It's a most documentaries, ca-
1: Yeah, <laughs> that's a good, good name for it. Um, so yeah, so uh, we created it for Global Television, and then PBS picked it up. They ran it for two years. So millions of people Mm -hmm. have seen it through PBS. Uh, And the good news is um, they... They ran it for two years, then they ran our follow-up special, A D D and Mastering Which I loved it. by the oh, way. Thank you. Yeah, which was more kind of on the ground, how do you deal with ADHD? Mm-hmm. Um they're now we just signed a contract, they're gonna run ADD and Loving It again yes. for the next three yes. years. Awesome. Yes, Congratulations. starting August. Thank you. We're so excited because we get so much mail from people who see our documentaries on PBS mm-hmm. and um, you know, people who don't know what's going on or people who suspect and it really gives them permission to move to the next step. Um, so it's really mm. lovely, lovely. So when we were shooting ADD and loving it, uh, in 2008 and 2009, um, and interviewing, uh, the best experts, some mm-hmm. of them, uh, the, some of the best experts in North America, we realized that it would be irresponsible to put the documentary out there and not have a place for people to go afterwards because people would need to know what to do next. Mm-hmm.
0: The website totallyADD.com, has so much rich information. What,
1: thank you. That's why we built it. it was you know mm. we knew people would want to know how do I get a diagnosis? What do I do? Where do I go? Mm-hmm. So we have a we have
0: hours of free videos mm-hmm. on totally ADD. And the thing that yeah. I love about what you guys are doing is that. Um, it's is similar to what I'm kind of doing with my podcast is I'm putting out this information that is, you know, it's a serious topic, but I'm also not taking it so seriously yeah. because, you know, this stuff can be so hard. Yeah. And so I'm, I'm trying to bring that very human element to it. Like, yes, I'm a I'm a psychotherapist. Um, I have ADHD. But um, so I'm taking the, that knowledge of what I know clinically and kind of just distilling it down so it can be more of a conversation piece. You know, because I right. think that, that while there's a lot of other ADHD podcasts that are wonderful, and, and I've listened to all of them, yes. um, you know, I'm trying to provide both the, I kind of describe um, ADHD Rewired as the, um, you know, it's ADHD on both sides of the couch. Cool. You know, so it's, yeah, uh, I love
1: that because the what we uh, do on Totally ADD is we try to show people not what ADHD is in terms of a diagnostic right. manual, right? So people hear these or they see, uh, uh, you know. Uh, the uh, explanation of what it is clinically, and we try to take the clinical part out of it. Mm-hmm. Um, we show, you know, it's like, oh, I've, you know, you forget things multiple times. You know, it's like, so people forget things every day, right? But. Is it an issue for you? Are you forgetting it so many times? Mm -hmm. Do you lose your keys so many times in a day that it's now an issue for you? That's that's when you want to start looking for help. Mm -hmm. If you're losing your keys and it's not a big issue, then... You know, it's, it's not, you haven't crossed that threshold. That's a, you know, that's fine. But if it's become an issue for you, then you need to start looking for help. So we, what we do is we, we do make light of it. Mm-hmm. You know, we have a video where Rick walks in and out of the door, I don't know how many times, uh, you know, to, to show that example of how mm-hmm. it looks in real life. Uh, and it's comical, but it, it shows people what it is in everyday life rather than what it is from a diagnostic manual yes. explanation of ADHD.
0: One of my favorite things to um, uh, get from people, and I do this a lot on, on Facebook, is the, prompting the question ADHD is mm. with a specific story that you can kind of uh, um, kind of uh, pull out of the big picture of what ADHD is. Mm-hmm. I'm wondering if you can give us a couple uh, ADHD is um, kind of, Experiences that you've had with Rick—that uh, you know—it's it's those kind of specific examples of something.
1: That's a very good question. So, I—I'm going to tell a long story that I'm going to make as short as I possibly can. So, when I first started dating Rick, his marriage had just ended um, a year before, and mine was like freshly ended. He had just been diagnosed with ADHD. And he had just started taking medication. Mm -hmm. And I didn't understand. I was like a lot of people, I believe, the myths that were out there. And I Mm -hmm. didn't want him taking medication. I'm someone who doesn't take medication. And I believed he shouldn't take medication. Mm -hmm. Um, So he stopped. And then I watched him go through a cycle Mm -hmm. of getting a television show, having 20 plates Spinning in the air And thriving Mm. Right The center of the The um, storm (laughs) The eye of the storm And life was Couldn't be better Then the show would finish Things would start to wrap down Mm. He would start to go into Depression Mm. And then he would have to Struggle through days And weeks And months Mm. Of not having That uh, That That outer um, pull that kept him going. Um,
0: Did he know he was struggling at the time?
1: Yes. Yeah, he did. Yes, he did. So, uh, you know, and he would have to rally to get that next show pitched and going. Mm -hmm. And then once it was going, he'd be thriving again, Mm -hmm. right? And I watched this cycle a couple of times and I thought, oh... Maybe this is what he's talking about. This is this is the you know this he needs help when there's that lull. So ADHD is to me that that motor that runs in mm-hmm. people. You know we all have it, and when we're thriving, uh, it's great. But that motor in people with ADHD doesn't stop, and when you don't have those great things happening that motor's still going and it that motor's running like in deep water (laughs) you know so
0: so it kind of to to summarize it sounds like adhd is being able to carry loads of freight but if you ever stop Yes. You need to go to the repair shop to, to get started yeah, again?
1: Yeah, exactly. It's a really good analogy. Really good analogy.
0: That was not a bad summarization for only five hours of sleep.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes. I, but I, you know, I think you know the thing is that your motor probably is still going even with five hours of sleep. So it's like you're unaware that that motor is going. There's this motor, mm-hmm. motor, motor. And so, you know, you get through, you get by on five hours of sleep and you're unaware of your body, you know. So he was like, he'd be going, 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 and then he'd crash.
0: Okay. Right? Okay. Yeah. 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 Yeah, and it's and I think part of that understanding the big picture of executive functioning mm. is that it is a it's a resource pool, and mm. the more you use your executive functions, the mm-hmm. less you're going to have available. Mm-hmm. And understanding the time kind of continuum that you know that the older you get, the longer that time horizon actually is for your fuel your fuel tank to be empty. Mm. So <laughs> someone
1: just took a picture of us.
0: So I just got distracted by shiny object. Yes, <laughs> yes. What was I saying?
1: You were talking about it being a resource pool. This is, you need the non-ADD. Or right? You, right. Oh, it's so
0: funny. My, my listeners will tell me that their favorite parts of the show are when I they lose my train of thought awesome. and just leave it in. you know, yeah.
1: <laughs> That's okay, because then we just move on to the next right, topic. Right, right. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, so I think what happens, and I, and I, this is a big aha for me. My first Chad conference uh, five years ago, you know, I went into that Chad conference thinking, oh, I'm an expert in ADHD. I have it, and you know, I'm tre- you know, I'm treating it, and. Uh, well, after my first talk listening to Russell Barkley, I was like, I have so much to learn. <laughs> and and I, I went through, and I was such a good student. I, I bought a whole pile of books and in a very un-ABHD-like manner. I read all of them. Wow. Although I guess that can be the hyper-focus yes, part. Yes, yes. So after that really year of really diving into everything, um, you know, getting to, starting to get the Journal of Attention Disorders, really like being a serious clinician about this. So I started using all of these new strategies, and probably for about two months, I was like more productive than I'd ever been, and then I ran out of steam. Mm. And then I had a think about a month where it was like, "What am I doing? Like nothing." Nothing. You know?
1: Yeah, it's amazing how you can just fritter away a day, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, and, and
0: so that that knowing your patterns is so important, I found, mm. to, to really be able to recharge your battery because mm-hmm. if you wait until you feel empty, you've waited too long. So
1: I have a question for you. Yeah, so, uh, you know, I don't know if this is an ADHD thing or just a workaholic thing, but it took Rick a long time to learn that there are days where you do need to fritter away day and you do need to just go, like, stare at a lake or mm-hmm. just be just be.
0: My my wife tells me that I need to do that more. Yeah, um, you it, don't allow it though, right? It's it, you know, I think for multiple reasons. I think I'm mm. um, the, the stuff that I'm doing right now. I'm really enjoying, mm. um, but I definitely. Well, I have those thoughts of man, I'm I'm tired and yeah. I'm you know I'm working too late and
1: so there's two things that come up for me is one is I never want to ever be without a coach again in my life. Mm-hmm. I'm a we really promote coaches and and we we have a business coach. Um, Rick has had ADHD coaches on and off in his life, mm-hmm. and I think you know that for um, processing stuff and for uh, you know someone else telling you take the day off mm-hmm. and our coach has told us this you can't work seven days a week which we often do what <laughs> i know i know it's shocking and so you know we have to have a coach say to us okay which what day is going to be your day off this week and, and we do that. And the other savior for me has been yoga, but mm-hmm. it's because, it's you know, there's a schedule and I've booked myself in, I've booked myself into that yoga class and I'm then I'm going to go to that yoga class. And so um, even for people without ADHD, I think that, you know, those are important things to do, mm-hmm. um, to actually have someone who's on your side, who's you know, working with you, uh, if you can do it, um, having that coach, that voice, um, that, that that is, you know, your voice of reason yeah. and then actually scheduling yourself so that you get there, you, you do those things. Mm -hmm. Um, and and for me it's yoga.
0: And it's, you know, we we know that one of the kind of sayings about ADHD is you know what to do, but you don't do it. Yeah. And so it's having that, that I find that, you know, even for someone like myself, like I, you know, I can tell you a thousand and one strategies for for a single problem. Yeah. But you know, when you actually have the the that executive dysfunction, and you're not connecting the what you know you want to do and are even thinking about, but not turning it into a behavioral action. Yeah. You know, to me, that's, or not be that's able to
1: prioritize it so that you know, there's all these things you want to do. Rick always has this list of things he wants to do, and just you know to prioritize it that's Mm -hmm. when our coach is really handy because you know she looks she knows the overarching what needs Mm -hmm. to be done and says okay let's let's do let's tackle this one today or let's you know
0: so how how does he prioritize what's his actual like method like really detail wise his coach.
1: Okay, okay. <laughs> yeah, we can't trust Rick to prioritize for him because he he gets so excited about so many things. He has so many ideas. Okay, it so relates. Yeah, and uh, you know so and he's a verbal processor. Mm-hmm. So he'll you know he'll just spew these ideas. And um, actually, the coach has been a good mediator for us because I'm the person who executes the ideas. So I get overwhelmed as he's verbally processing all of his ideas, and it stop stop in here and the coach is like no don't stop you keep telling me i'm, mm-hmm. I'm capturing them all for you mm-hmm. so she will capture them all and she'll say to rick okay which is more important to get done today is mm-hmm. it more important to do this off your list you know what's the short list first of all mm-hmm. and then let's look at what is it we're going to go for today and I'll support you in getting that done today
0: great yeah i was actually, i was talking with um I think it was actually my last guest or two guests ago that I was talking with, who's a web designer. And he was sharing with me that, you know, he does a lot of project management and that sometimes he like doesn't he forgets, you know, something that was talked about. So one of the things that I suggested to him was, um, you know, to record the conversations he's having with his clients Mm -hmm. and then. Um, get someone to transcribe that conversation yeah. and pull out the action items and put it into a list. Yeah, and you can you know do something like that on a lot of the the, the Elance um, uh, kind of virtual assistant mm. type of websites, and you can get that done not that expensive. Cool. So it
2: was kind of making me think. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. To get all the... I mean, that's why I podcast, because I, 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 I would love to be a writer. I'm not a writer. <laughs> yeah. That delete button is my enemy. And by the time I'm like halfway through typing the sentence, I'm already four thoughts ahead, and I don't yeah. remember the second half of the sentence. Yes. So it's, you know, I can... I'm good at thinking on the fly. Yes. I'm, I'm you know, more of a... more impromptu. Yeah. Um, and I... What Rick
1: sp- uses Dragon okay. software. Okay. Yeah.
0: How is that for him?
1: He loves it. Uh, it took a little bit to kind of... Uh, uh, transfer over from writing, mm-hmm. uh, uh, typing, writing to speaking, mm-hmm. writing. Um, but once he got used to that, he actually uses it quite a bit for writing now, and just for thoughts. Absolutely,
0: yeah. yeah. You know, it's really funny. I, because I do a lot of the voice voice text and stuff when yeah. I'm when I'm doing any kind of writing. And I was leaving somebody a, a voicemail, and in my voicemail, I spoke the word comma. <laughs> <laughs> And I just thought it was uh, hilarious. Is,
2: <laughs> yeah,
1: you're trained. <laughs> <laughs> Your voice software has you trained.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so, you said you have something else coming out soon.
1: Um, well, we have ADD and Loving It coming out again in August,
0: and it's going to be new contents.
1: It's well, no, it's still ADD and Loving okay, It. Okay, okay. Still ADD and Loving It. There's still a lot of people who haven't seen it. I mean, if you think about how many people potentially mm-hmm. have ADHD, there's still a lot of people out there uh, who are potentially struggling mm-hmm. and don't know why. Yeah. Um, so, you know, we really want as many people to see that as, as possible um, and, and, and hopefully get some value and, and, and have a light bulb go off. We're working on, I mean, we're working on new videos for Totally ADD all the time. We're actually, this is a secret, we're working on a special, another t- uh, special for PBS on memory. Awesome. Yeah, with the guy who's the two-time Guinness World Record holder for memory, Dave Faro. Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah, We're we're doing a, a special about is that, him. Is that the
0: one, for, uh, Josh something? <clears throat> I don't know who no. that is. Nope, no. Nope. There's a TED Talks about oh. the, the feats of memory, and this he, oh. this guy's a journalist, okay. and he goes to to to, um, to basically report on this uh, on, on this contest. It's, it's a memory contest. Okay. And he. Decides to go to, uh, approach it as kind of i a, a, um, I'm forgetting the what they call it the um, experiential journalism. Okay. So he tries a, to do it. Yeah, and he ends up winning the contest. Wow. Like, so he, he like and it's and I show this video to a lot of my clients. Cool. It talks a lot about visualization mm-hmm. and and you know and not. Um, you know, going through and writing everything down, but yeah, picture no. everything yes. and create absurdity. Yes. Absurdity is yes. in our brain more. Yes. Um, so it's a similar
1: re- approach to what Dave Farrow is okay. doing. He has lots of techniques. We did a webinar with him. Uh, it's still uh, it's up it's up on our webinar page on Totally ADD. Um, he tripled everyone's working memory. Um, during the webinar like within wow. 10 minutes absolutely wow. great techniques but he is someone who has ADHD uh, dyslexia mm. and was basically told when he was in grade school you might as well take a different path other than academia because you will never make it mm. and he did not accept that as mm. his path
0: I think some people with ADHD to hear that and because of their ADHD that oh, almost yeah. motivates them to a degree it but, but it's also heartbreaking to hear that as well
1: it is heartbreaking to to hear that and thank goodness he didn't listen to that teacher um, and who knows maybe that teacher t- told him that you know because he thought it would motivate dave um but either way dave looks at it as a gift and he did a lot of research in uh himself and then he's had some uh uh, neurologist actually prove some of his theories they've done some um, research that's now proved some of dave's theories um so that'll Mm. all be part of what we're doing for this next project when do you
0: think it's going to be out
1: well, our distributor would like it to be out for spring of 2015. Okay. So, yeah. Wow. so, yeah, that's, that's, so that's what we're aiming for. Yes. That is
0: so exciting. Yeah, yeah. So I don't want to take up too much more of your time, and I, I really appreciate you sitting down with me and, and talking with me. For the non-ADHD partners, spouses that are out there who are maybe new to this whole, you know, what, my partner has ADHD, mm-hmm. that's not real, or whatever maybe the thought mm-hmm. might be about that. Mm-hmm. Maybe some words of wisdom that you can give.
1: Hmm. So as someone who was a non-believer... Um, and Rick talks about this as well in his speeches. You know, it's it's thinking that you know is the is my caveat to people. Even when you've learned things, you know, all the books that you've read from Russell Barkley, you know, it's like it's good to have that knowledge and we tell people learn as much as you can because that this is one condition where knowledge makes a huge difference Mm -hmm. but don't ever feel like you have all the knowledge because it's changing all the time Mm -hmm. Um, brains are complex Uh, we don't even understand probably a quarter of what's happening in our brains Mm -hmm. Um, so uh, knowledge is great but never think you know it all. Mm-hmm. Um, and I learn from people every day. Um, I learn from my husband every day. And I take ADHD out of the equation in our relationship. Mm-hmm. It's you know I, I try to just look at things as um, one human being to another rather than one human being with ADHD and one human being without. Okay. Um, not to dismiss his ADHD or if he's struggling, but just at, to uh, not make it significant. You know, mm-hmm. it's it's just who we are, and I just honor him as a human being. Um,
0: because he clearly has so many talents it's and not skills. Ev-
1: exactly. Yeah, it's not everything about him ADHD.
0: Okay. Um, Sounds like a lot of communication is. is.
1: Communications. <laughs> yes, absolutely, absolutely. And uh, we talk about in our relationship workshops that we do. Um, our approach is, you know, when we are struggling with something, he gets a vote, I get a vote, the relationship gets a vote. We treat it as three people.
0: Oh, interesting. Oh, I'd love like, like to learn more about
1: that. Yeah. That's it's a, great. It's a great way to do it because it's like, okay, this is what's good for you. Is this what's good for the relationship?
0: Great. Wow. That's, that's fantastic. Yeah. Well, thank you, Ava, so much You're for your welcome. time.
1: You're welcome. It's a pleasure, Eric. Thank you so much for having me.
0: Oh, it's my pleasure. Thank you so much. I want to thank again Ava Green. And before we talk to her husband, Rick Green, I want to thank our sponsor. ADHD Rewired listeners, Audible is offering a free audiobook download with a free 30-day trial to give you the opportunity to check out their service. You can check out books like Crazy Busy, Overstretched, Overbooked, and About to Snap. Strategies for Coping in a World Gone ADD by Ned Halliwell. They have both the full version or the ADD-friendly version meaning the abridged version, which is read by Ned Hallowell. To download your free audiobook today, go to audibletrial.com slash ADHD Rewired. Again, that's audibletrial.com slash ADHD Rewired for your free audiobooks. <laughs> I am here with Rick Green, who doesn't know this, but you're my, you my number two person I was trying to get an interview with this weekend. All right. Ned number two. Number one.
2: Right. <laughs> and how many did you want to speak to, Eric? Two. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. <laughs> and I had the
0: wonderful opportunity to talk to your wife, who, man, you're you a lucky guy.
2: I am an extremely lucky guy. Uh, but don't tell her that because she'll move on to someone way better, and that'll be bad.
0: But my my wife and I, our biggest argument that we've had since the day we got married, we each say that we're the lucky one. So I think I'm the lucky one. Very good. <laughs> so I know you only have a few minutes, so I wanted to quickly ask you your top five list, and I just made the top five up right now. It could be of, twelve by time well, I'm done. Absolutely. Yes. Um, about ADHD is what is ADHD? Give us those kind of real life kind of moments that capture. ADHD.
2: ADHD is drawing up a list of what you're going to do today and then adding up the hours and realizing you've just written down almost 14 hours worth of stuff. And so you say, well, I've got the next two days plan," And since it'll be over two days, I better put in a couple of things for tomorrow. And then you add it up again and you're now looking at 31 hours. And so you think, well, I'll plan the whole week, even though you've forgotten that you've done this a thousand times and never actually followed any of these organizational lists and you have a whole section of your computer called to do's and lists and tuesday's list and wednesday's list and there's four named wednesday's list and you never get to any of them and then when you finally give up at two in the afternoon the day's gone and you're so upset with yourself for wasting another day that you you don't do anything i just need to take a break that
0: sounds like my last Tuesday.
2: Exactly. So that's that's one sign. Trying to organize and spending all that time organizing because it's interesting and then never actually getting something done. It's about being hyper-focused on what interests you and bored to tears when it doesn't interest you. So standing in line at the ATM while somebody walks up and then opens their purse and then hunts through for their wallet. And you're standing there with your card ready to go bang, bang, bang. And you're frustrated. Traffic frustrating a boring meeting shoot me a party with small talk How about the weather how did you come here did you take highway seven boring interesting conversation i'm there when i'm with adhd people the conversation reads like a, a bridged ver- version of a, a shakespearean drama just bang 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 and it ricochets everywhere and the people with adhd are following me and everyone else is trying to sorry you lost me what did you s- and so on ADHD is blurting stuff out, it's being lost in your head, it's being daydreaming, it's being charismatic sometimes or having a sense of humor, being a lateral thinker, having incredible curiosity sometimes about different things, a great talker, but not a great listener, easily distracted, and it's only when you start realizing there's a reason I don't like bars, noisy bars, and it's not because I don't like drinking or sports or being around people, it's I can't hear anyone over the noise. Have that same issue. Yeah, it's finding that the tags on clothing drive you nuts, or the high neckline drives you nuts. On for my daughter, couldn't no, she's not ADHD, but she there were certain clothes she just couldn't wear. Uh, ADHD people, when they find something they like, they buy thirty pairs of them <laughs> and wear them. Uh, and it's it's about executive function. Ultimately, it's about organizing and so on. So that aspect of ADHD is. The stuff that is logical, organized, linear, eh, not great. We get a piece of furniture from IKEA or somewhere. I glance at the picture on the box and I start. Other people at the say the other and end you of look the.
0: At, what are these four screws? Exactly, be four? <laughs>
2: and then I go and build something with the extra screws. Whereas the people at uh, the other end of the spectrum will lay out all the parts, take a good stiff drink, read through the instructions twice, match each part. That's the other extreme end. Uh, and so what I do works well. You'll find in jobs where people need to be quick to react, improv, comedy, show business, stock market, fire, rescue, uh, uh, anyone who's in sales, ADHD. That's where you'll find mm-hmm. us. ER doctors. You know, a family doctor, the one who sits with you, Eric, how have you been last year? It's good to see you again. How is that going? How's it? That's not us. The ADHD doctor is, what do you got? I can fix it. I'm the hero. Next, What do you got? I can fix it. And so on. So that's, there are certain fields where you will find us, where we soar. And one of the things we're really big on at Totally ADD is getting people to realize there is a place where you could soar. We just did a video on the perfect career for ADHD. Mm -hmm. And it's powerful to get people realizing, oh. I could be doing this, or I could be doing something else at my company, or I could just let go of this part of my job and focus on this thing I'm great at. Yeah, I've been so- talking to a
0: lot of entrepreneurs lately, and that the whole notion of getting fired might be the best thing that ever happened. I mean, I got laid off from my last job, and that's when I started my practice. I'm a psychotherapist, right? and I, I built the business around my strengths, and I hire out the stuff that they, they, I mean, I have to send my, my calendar to my biller, which it takes me all of 10 minutes and I put it
2: off. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, there's you'll hear stories of people with ADHD who have completed their all their college courses but didn't submit the final essay or have actually earned their... I have a client d- like that right now. A, 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 the last little bit, if you're someone who, who can start a thousand things and, and rarely finishes anything... When the last 10% takes 90% of your energy and just never happens, when the paperwork is always behind and, and paperwork feels just like it's covered in glue and it's covered in kryptonite and it just drains your energy, that's a, that's a, a strong sign uh, that you're dealing with ADHD. Your mind is not wired for the routine task again and again and again. Now, that said, I've heard that some people with ADHD take on a job on an assembly line. Because what happens is they can just they just get into a rhythm. Mm-hmm. They, it's like once you've been driving for a while, you don't really notice that, hey, I stopped at this light or have I sped? You know, no, I guess I'm just, it's unconscious mm-hmm. until someone ahead of you suddenly slams on their brakes. So they can work on a, a steady job that they're doing sort of a no-brainer if, and it allows their mind to go off. Mm-hmm. So I know a lot of writers, uh, especially struggling writers, who find a job that does not take anything out, uh, allows them to be th- busy Creating in their yeah, yeah. You know, it's
0: interesting you say that. My last non-profession related job, I was a dishwasher at a coffee shop in college, and I loved it. I got into this like Zen of like this flow, and I scheduled my breaks around when they were cutting onions because I couldn't deal with being next to that. <laughs> the <laughs> onions. <laughs> yes. So you were saying about the you know kind of finishing things at the last minute. Yeah. So you, you know that tonight is the talent show. Yes. And last year I, did, I wrote a song, and this year I was planning on writing a song. I have not written the song yet, Eric. And, you gotta go finish your song, but. You could do it on stage. That's actually what I was planning on doing, and I've no idea. I'm planning on doing an element of improv to it, and asking for audience support. Yep. I've never tried that before. Yeah, and I'm hoping for the best. And I know that if it doesn't work out, I'm with my people, so it's okay. exactly
2: well. Yeah, you got to get people out there to finish the next. Give them the next line and ask for the rhyme and see where it goes. Yeah, brilliant. Are you, you going to be at the talent show? Oh, I'll be there. I'm not going to perform tonight. Uh, I've, I had so much else to do leading up to this. I wanted to perform, and, uh, and then I thought, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll just, I'll take a break. So I will be there laughing at you, mocking you, throwing things. It'll be great. Will air. you be tweeting? Live, uh, live tweeting? Live, sure. It, no, like I can do that. <laughs> no, you know what? I'm just, one of the things I'm learning about my ADHD is all the things that really feel good, like tweeting or Twitter or whatever it is, or being distracted or re- doing five things at once, actually are kind of not good for me. Because yeah. it, it ends up emphasizing the scatteredness rather than the... Uh, What's better for me in the long term is to actually try to meditate and not necessarily, Mm. and not the classic meditation, but just mindfulness of being aware. Yeah, Yeah, we've done some webinars and and a video on that. And that's a very powerful practice to just, when I'm agitated, to go, "Ah, I'm agitated. And then start from there.
0: Yeah, you know, one of the things that I love about your website and everything that you're doing is that you take, you know, this serious topic of ADHD because people really are struggling and you make it not so serious. You know, it's like, yeah, life is serious, but we don't have to take ourselves so seriously.
2: You know, it's, it's amazing. How, you know, there's dark humor. There's humor about very dark things. Some of the best comedians have done stuff about painful things, racism mm-hmm. and sexism, and and divorce. And heart, you know, Richard Pryor with the drugs and the, his heart attack. And it's great comedy fodder, mm-hmm. right? So it's. Uh, I think once you know what's going on, and you're around people who have done the same thing, or you're sharing your story of the dumb thing you did, and you're embarrassed at sharing, and you're on the verge of tears. And then somebody across the room goes, "Oh, that's nothing." I was in front of my entire class, and bang! And you just, Mm -hmm. oh, that, that, and then you're laughing at them, and then you're able to laugh at yourself, and you're able to go, "Okay, this is." You can't approach anything if you're frightened of it, right? Right, You gotta. It's gotta be.
0: Well, and it's not even about being frightened. It's it's accepting that fear, but moving forward, anyways.
2: Yes, absolutely, and and getting that, um, taking away the significance. I'm a big fan of of turning everything into a game dealing with ADHD Mm going to be a game I use my timer on my phone all the time can I not just I'm going to do this clean up the kitchen I'm going to see how long it takes me to clean up the kitchen because I think uh, I want to go to bed it's going to take me 20 minutes to clean up the kitchen it took me four minutes (laughs) yeah it took me four I was like okay and that does a couple of things for me one is I actually am interested in cleaning the kitchen I move quickly and part of me now knows the next night oh i don't want to do the dishes and clean like the- oh you know it only takes four minutes i now know so one of the another aspect with adhd is poor time management we mm-hmm. just overcommit. we say yes to everything we're interested because you're curious you're mm-hmm. interested you want to do this sure what this sure so how do you how do you manage that yourself now uh, well, the simple technique is to say, you know what? That sounds really cool. Let me think about that. Right, yeah. uh, But I always forget to do that. So <laughs> what, I, uh, what I do is, uh, actually, I can trigger it now. I, I can kind of catch myself going on this thing. What I'll often do instead is, because someone will say, you know, I'm thinking of, I don't know, doing an ADHD Zeppelin, right? And it's just, and I'll, oh, that would be cool, because you sell advertising on the side, and you could have a, bungee jumping from the Zeppelin which would be cool and so rather than now in the past what I go is oh yeah I'm in let me now what I'll say is well you know what here's three quick ideas that come to mind and then keep me in mind but uh, I I really have learned to say no to things uh, to a point Mm -hmm. Uh, it's very
0: freeing to say no
2: yeah so I know you want to ask me another question no (laughs) Charlie just threw me off I was like wait what Uh (laughs) what See, 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 folks, how I did that? I just, I cut him off. But you know what's going to happen? He's going to ask the question anyway. So here. go ahead, ask. Next question, please. Go ahead.
0: Now I'm totally in the spot. My brain is freezing. Excellent. Please Excellent. It oh, it's
2: awesome. Oh, if your brain freezes now and then, that, that could be an ADHD sign. Especially if it's during ordinary conversation. Whereas, you know... When there's a major disaster, your brain's alive, and you're you're the one saying, "Okay, buddy, go this way and get out of the building." Here, that's another sign. You're ADHD.
0: Well, it's so funny because I've been talking to a few people uh, you know, on the, for the podcast this weekend, and it seems when I'm about to introduce someone and say their name, I can't retrieve it from my
2: brain. <laughs> we just did a. We've been working on a project with the Guinness Book of World Records memory champion Dave Farrow, two times mm-hmm. champion. He memorized 52 decks of cards shuffled together, and then the record was broken by someone who memorized 59 decks of cards, and that someone was Dave Farrow doing it again. And he—you have to see what he does, because he—he had um, a ten-year-old uh, kid in the audience memorize 17 thing words and unrelated words in a row: mannequin hand, soda pop, uh, white paint, a, a dollar bill, whatever it was. And this kid could do the list of 17 things. In very quickly and did it backwards again. Oh, gosh. And it, it was amazing. Did it from the back and he's done it with me in one of our webinars. It's astounding. That's awesome. Yeah, it is.
0: Now, was telling me about that and the um, I don't know if you've seen the TED Talks of the feats of memory with I think Josh Foer I think his name is yep. where he's doing this experiential journalism and so he wants to you know, cover this this uh, memory competition but as he says that you know a memory competition by the nature is very boring so he tries to like study and enter the competition and
2: ends up winning. Oh really? So yeah, it's a great TED. Talks. Very very cool. Well, so I, I know the, you probably have to get I going to your to next go. thing. My, thank it's you so much. My, my wife's thing. I'm going to see if you will pardon the expression, but it, she's uh, she's doing a panel now. So, so. And because I'm supposed to be
0: asking do I have permission to use this and make trillions of dollars on it, and I'll send you the link, and you're not going to, you know, try to get money from me?
2: No, no, I'm not giving you permission. <laughs> what do you think? No? The problem okay, with the audio
0: okay. is you can't see sarcasm when he's smiling. <laughs> <laughs> well, all
2: right, fine, fine. Here, give me some money. <laughs> oh, there we go. Oh, okay. oh, geez, Eric, that's an an a, unmarked one, one dollar, two, three hundred,
0: four hundred. Yeah, Linda Rockley is joining us. Yay! I'm coming
1: to
2: get him because my husband's on the panel too. Oh, okay, oh, we're I'm going, going to go sit together awkward. and we're going to ask questions. My husband's spouses of ADD. Come. Thank you, guys. He's exactly yeah. right.
0: Well, ADHD Rewired listeners, you have just listened to another episode of ADHD Rewired. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Make sure you click the subscribe button so you don't miss any of the upcoming episodes. Next week, you will hear my conversation with Linda Rogley of the ADD Diva Network. We talk about authenticity, coming out of the closet with ADHD, and more. If you want to support the show, please head over to iTunes or Stitcher and leave an honest rating and review. This is the best way you can make a difference in the lives of others by making ADHD Rewired appear at the top of iTunes. More people will find it, more people will feel understood. You can also follow ADHD Rewired and share it using SoundCloud. I want to encourage you to not just be a passive listener, but become an active member of our growing online community. Like us on Facebook, but get involved in the community. I will respond to most requests to join the ADHD Rewired Facebook group in one to two days. Pencil in August 18th for a free webinar all about the ADHD Rewired Coaching and Accountability Group. Go to my website, ADHDrewired.com to sign up for my newsletter or just text the number 22828 to Tivers, my last name, T-I-V-E-R-S and you will get notification of any official announcements. I'm shooting for the 18th, there's still a few things that I'm still trying to work out. I am moving forward in this. I keep coming up with new things that I haven't thought of. I'm actually looking to outsource some help to get this going a little bit more quickly because I am so excited to get this going. So if you are looking for help, with your task list, your goals, and all those things that seem to get in our way, you won't want to miss this group. A little later that weekend, I caught up again with Ava and asked her if she's excited about what Rick was planning. And she looked concerned. And what she said was,
1: We can't trust Rick. He gets so excited about so many things. He has so many ideas.
0: And I know he has ADHD, but I really couldn't imagine what she was so concerned about. So I asked Rick, what ideas do you have for something fun that you want to do this weekend?
2: You know what? Here's three quick ideas that come to mind. Doing an ADHD Zeppelin. A Zeppelin? A Zeppelin. Bungee jumping from the Zeppelin covered in kryptonite glue and white paint. Uh, But don't tell her that.
0: Until next time.